Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Uh, the Jet defense, the fact that anybody uh, on that team, and that includes DJ Reed, the fact that anybody even brought up the Chicago Bears as a point of reference, not saying, in fact, that, you know, that that was the goal in mind. How about the Jets go out there and make a stand once in a while defensively before I got to listen to them talk about some historic great defense in the history of the NFL? I mean, I can tell you chapter and verse at the Manchester Hyatt in downtown last year in San Diego, how that Jet defense which I bought into, uh, I can tell you chapter and verse how that cost me because that was against Minnesota where they couldn't stop anybody. And the Vikings went down the field left and right and the Jets lost a huge game to the uh, to Minnesota with Mike White, a quarterback. That was the baseball winter meetings. I can tell you about that at 10 o'clock in the morning if that is where you want me to go. But I just, uh, I can't listen to the Jets or their fan base or anybody else. And I'm one who thought the Jets were going to be competitive yesterday. I lost on them. What, I go one and two any yesterday? Uh, what did uh, actually? Uh, yeah, one and two. And what did uh, Lombardi do? Three and zero. Oh. Lombardi went three and zero. Oh. So it's tightening already. Oh wow! Lombardi had a halfway decent week for a change. Uh, so from that standpoint, uh, you know, I, I can't. Uh, you know, I I took the Jets. So I'm angry anyway. I took them more ways than one. But that defense, Jesse, you want to go kill Zach Wilson, the sacrificial lamb? Throw one of the alligators? Blame the whole world on? Why don't you blame the Kennedy assassination on Zach Wilson when you're at it? But you want to sit there and you want to go out there and you want to go blame Zach, go ahead. And I'm not trying to say he was any good. Uh, you know, he was terrible on third down, um, you know, but I, and he doesn't bring you a lot of confidence if you're a fan of the Jets. And of course, they let him do absolutely nothing. And there's going to be a point here in time where they're going to have to let Zach Wilson, you know, go out there and make some plays. I mean, you can't go out there and try to run the ball all night and win every game 13-3. I mean, you're going to have to allow him to make a play or two once in a while and to let him unleash him some. And if he stinks, he stinks. But there's only so much you can do when everybody knows that you're afraid to throw the ball. You don't have really a secondary receiver, and you got a shaky offensive line. So the idea that you're going to go out there and run on first, run on second, hopefully he converts third and four. I mean, that's just how many times you're going to be able to pull that off. And I understand And yesterday against Dallas, it's the first game. You want to sort of break him in. And it's not his fault per se because, again, they were not going to win that game if they brought out Graham back to be the starting quarterback with Maine and sour. Go look it up. I mean, they were not winning that game. The Jets were horrendous. And that defense that I sat there and I watched a hard knocks and I followed that defense here in the summer and in the early, early fall and I listened to their players compare themselves to some of the historic defenses in the NFL. And then I watched them. And remember, Josh Allen did go down the field to kick the field goal last week to force overtime. And then I watched them there yesterday and they were a sieve. 30 of 37 for Dak Prescott, 11 catches for 145 yards against <clears throat> Mel Blunt. I mean, uh, Sauce Gardner, who, by the way, also dropped his pick six. He got destroyed. They didn't have any pass rush. They were awful on third down, and Dallas had about 450 yards of offense. And I'm going to sit here now uh, after they told us how great they were, and I'm going to sit there and, and, and start to discuss the Jet defense and historic 
levels? Are you kidding me? And I understand, you know, they don't have a lot offensively. And again, until they allow Zach Wilson to do something, and that whether that that's probably not going to work either. But, you know, him handing the ball off twice and then punting is not the way he should go. I mean, there comes a point here where you're going to have to say, you know what? Caution with the wind. If we're going to be any good, i got to give the defense a little blow. Uh, so, I mean, there's mutual blame. But this Jet defense yesterday that could not get off the field on third down, Dallas owned third down. It was 10 for 18 on third down. I don't want to hear another word about this Jet defense. I thought it was overrated last year, and I do think, again, it's overrated this year. I understand good defenses usually complement the good offenses, and, you know, Dallas's offense is good enough where they control the football, makes it easy for that defense, and most of these teams that have good defenses have a pretty good offense. San Francisco's another one. I understand that. Now the Jets probably don't, which I also get, so I'll give them a little break. But that Jet defense, Jesse, was from hunger. That was the worst defensive for a team that thinks it has a good defense, that thinks it's, thinks of itself as, you know, one of those top two or three defenses in the league. And Romo, on and on about the Jet defense. Defense. Take it easy. Uh, can you make a stop with the game on the line once in a while before I go crazy about this Jet defense, which I've heard about for two years? Every time I look up, they can't stop anybody in a big spot. I can't take it. Enough of this Jet defense. I mean, my God almighty. I mean, Dallas toyed with them off. And Dallas is not the, you know, come on, they're not the 81 Chargers. I mean, it's not Fouts and, you know, West Chandler and and uh, and um, Charlie Joyner and Chuck Muncie and that offensive line and Fouts and Winslow. I mean, let's take it easy. Dallas got a nice offensive team. They're not that great. All right, they got a they, they got a serviceable running back. They got a pretty good offensive line. The quarterback's okay, and they got one big receiver. And you and it's not like you know Jay Novacek's not there. And they made it sound like my God that that you know that, that the Cowboys are a juggernaut. No, they're not. And Parsons is good, but if you're not going to block him, so be it. And he's not Lawrence Taylor. That's another thing. Can we stop at that? Please, you're talking about something. You, know, you have to be 60 years old to know C. Lawrence Taylor in his prime. I mean, his best year is 1986. That's 37 years ago. So don't tell me that you're 22 uh, and you know everything about Lawrence Taylor. Romo doesn't know anything about Lawrence Taylor because Romo's too young. He was about 45, 46 years of age. I mean, he was in diapers with a with a pacifier when 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 Romo was running roughshod around the NFC. So don't compare anybody. Anybody, listen to Belichick about Lawrence Taylor. Go ahead, call him. You never want to ask Belichick about Khalil Mack and basically he laughed him off the stage. I mean, you remember that? When Mack was supposed to be the you know, the next LT and Mack can't get, how's he doing, by the way? I forgot. Mack going to the Hall of Fame? How, how's he worked out with the Chargers? Does he still play? I don't even know. But and Parsons is good. Don't get me wrong. But he, I mean, geez, against that horrendous. And by the way, that's another thing. The Jet offensive line stinks. I mean, they got a right tackle there in Beckton who hasn't played in three years. Dwayne Brown's 100 years old. I mean, that is not a good offensive line. That is not a championship offensive line. And they need another receiver. Lazard is, you know, it's one thing if Lazard's sitting there and he's got Rodgers and he's got Devontae Adams. Lazard's not a big-time receiver. They need another wideout in the worst way. And their tight ends are only so-so. Uh, I mean, basically, the bottom line is, even if the Jets had Rodgers yesterday, they're not going to win the game if Dallas is able to go up and down the field. And 42 minutes of time possession. Let's not forget that. 42 minutes. My God. All right, you want to go kill Zach Wilson? And I know that's the thing to do, but this game is not about Zach Wilson yesterday at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. This game was not about him. Uh, Well, you know what? They have no quarterback. They couldn't get into any kind of rhythm, no offense. 
No time possession, no first downs. What do you want the poor defense to do? Nonsense. The Cowboys were up and down the field the whole game. And I'll tell you right now, I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. Uh, if the Jets don't win this week, they're going 6-11. and 11. Okay, you have to first off, they never beat Belichick. That's number one. Number two, they have him at home and the Pats are 0-2 and the Patriots are not a big offensive team. And the Patriots have played two good opponents and themselves both at home and lost, you know, relatively close games. The Jets got blown out. Yes, they were never in it against a good, a very good opponent, but they got blown out. If the Jets lose this week, we can kiss the Jets goodbye because they're done. You know, with that, they're not beating the Chiefs the following week. They, they Philadelphia, they're not going to beat. You know, they're going to have, you know, maybe they beat Denver. Who knows? They beat them last year. But if the Jets don't beat the Patriots this week, they're fin- and Miami's very good. Miami is a very good offensive team. They're not beating Miami. They're not stopping Miami. They're very good. The guy, I listen, he's weird. I'm not going to dispute that. But Dan McDaniels is a very good play caller. Very good. And he's got a quarterback to work with, which also makes you think, you know, we all kill Brian. We all kill the NFL about Brian Flores. You know, Brian Flores had two of there, and all he ever did with two is bench him when he had a bad game. He benched him two years in a row in Buffalo. No, late in the year against the Raiders on Christmas, and he benched him in Tennessee in the rain. So, I mean, he didn't, and all of a sudden, McDaniels has two, and he looks like, uh, you know, he looks like Bobby Lane. He's playing so well. I mean, two has been great. Let's call it like we see it. But let's go back to the Jets. Uh, I mean, let's. I mean, I mean, let's get back to the Jets. Uh, I don't want to hear another word, another sound, or another peep about the Jets defense. That's over with. Or about Salah being Buddy Ryan. That goes by the board too. And I don't want to blame Salah, but isn't he the same coordinator who let Mahomes and Kansas City score three touchdowns in about ten minutes in the fourth quarter in a Super Bowl? Uh, in Miami when San Francisco beat the Chiefs, uh, San, uh, lost to the Chiefs when he was the court. Uh, do, I, do I have that freshly, do I have that memory of him and Richard Sherman, a loud mouth, went on third and 15 in the big pass play uh, with with Hill against a, against a coach and a quarterback who couldn't win a Super Bowl and read and a quarterback was playing in his first game and they got thwarted. I don't want to hear about Garoppolo's bad throw to uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I, I, I'm more wrapped up in the idea that that defense, which was their pride and joy, couldn't stop a cold with eight, 10 minutes to go. And, you know, that defensive performance yesterday, if you're a Hayden from Virginia, was a disaster. And now we can have fun. And the Jets can talk about noise all they want. Well, you got to forget about the outside, quote-unquote, noise. Here's the bottom line. Lose the Patriots this week at home? You want to talk about noise? Go lose to Belichick for the 15th time in a row. It, uh, at, at MetLife on Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock off that horrendous performance yesterday. And nobody's killing the Jets for losing to Dallas. It's the way they lost to Dallas. But go out there and sit there and throw up another stink bomb like you did yesterday, Sunday at 1 o'clock at MetLife. The Joe Benignos of the world will be out of there in the third quarter like rats off a ship. And they will go nuts forever and ever and ever about here we go again with the Jets. Beat the Pats. Beat the Pats. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.